Hey everyone, this is Eric, and welcome to the CBC Podcast, Behind the Pulpit. This Sunday, we continued our series called What Makes Community Work? And I talked about the sufficiency of Scripture and the importance of relying on God's Word for guidance and direction. Today, I'll be joined by Pastor Nick to discuss this Sunday's message. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening. All right, well, I'm here with Pastor Nick uh, today. Nick, welcome. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Hey, it's great to have you here. I know it's been a few weeks since uh, last last time you were on, and we've been uh, journeying through kind of the vision in terms of community, uh, relational discipleship, and we've started on this um, this series. Well, I mean, we had the retreat mm-hmm. and really talked about community there with Pastor Doug Lee, your close friend, and now we've started this series called How... Uh, what makes community work. And, um, you know, I think before we get into specific message, just want to get your thoughts as our pastor of community and outreach to kind of, you know, I think your your sense of, of what's going on and just kind of what you've been processing so far in light of everything going on here. Yeah, I think it's been good. I think when I take a step back and think about what's going on, I really can't help but think God's doing something. You mm. know, here here's Brandon who is probably one of the most introverted people that I know. Uh, you know, goes on sabbatical. Uh, I think with certain expectations before he left and then to come back and the one thing he hears from the Lord is we're going to redo community. Mm. <laughs> and not only for him to to have that thought, but for him to kind of spearhead um this whole push toward discipleship biblical community you know when i think about it it's okay god's doing something here something good Mm -hmm. um and um yeah just in in some of the stuff that i've been wrestling with and praying through i do sense that this is very much from god and i'm excited for that and kind of curious too to kind of see what he's what he's going to do um and, and I, I think on two fronts, there's kind of things that I've been thinking about. On, on one hand, I think there's something in our current communities that needs sort of this injection of of life. And like you said on Sunday, of, of biblical truth. Uh, and then on the other front, I think our efforts f- with outreach kind of also need some, some fresh wind mm-hmm. there as well. And I think it's obviously it takes intentionality. But I don't think it's something that we can just do. I, I mm. think the spirit is doing something here. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I, I love that idea of what you're. You know, just the idea that the spirit is doing something. The spirit needs to do something, and I definitely resonate with that. And you know, we've talked a little bit about, you know, from now to the time we start or launch new groups and maybe reshuffle the deck a little bit. Like if the spirit doesn't do something significant, if the spirit isn't moving in our lives, changing our hearts, then that's all we're doing is reshuffling the deck, right? Mm-hmm. And just re, just doing the same thing over and yeah. over. So I think that sense is is going to be real important, you know, from now till till when that time comes. Yeah. You know, I'm curious. You know, we've well, we've talked before, and we've mentioned in previous podcasts that, you know, you're someone who does community well, mm-hmm. and. You know, in terms of the how, I know you're still processing of like, you know, what does that exactly look like? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, even Brandon has shared in his journey so much of this getting to this realization has been being a part of the small group that 
you helped start and that created. So, you know, I am curious, you know, as you mentioned that there are things that you're currently wrestling with. Uh, I don't know if that's what you just shared, but there's things you're currently wrestling with um, that confirms that the spirit is doing something. Mm. Um, what are those things? I'm, you know, as, as you said it, what are those things you're wrestling with? Well, I think for me on a personal level, when I take a step back and kind of look at what's going on, when I sort of read through the emails and I look at our plans, it, it's almost like things are teed up pretty, pretty good for me. You know, mm. that, that there's a plan, a vision set in place uh, that is kind of in line with some of the things I'm passionate about, some of the ways that I'm gifted personally. And my role in everything seems pretty easy not in the sense that it's not going to require work or intention but easy in that some of the things that i think i get caught up in uh, that i sort of get snagged on um are not really there you know brandon's kind Mm. of spearheading um kind of the vision part of the structural piece and i sort of just have to walk in it just have to kind of do what i'm already doing and none of it was up to me to say okay you fix things or you reinvent these things um i think the things that i'm responsible for are um fairly easy like i said mm-hmm. uh, so i i'm grateful for that yeah well, that's good that just means the hard part's coming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> later <laughs> yeah and, and that's i mean that's kind of what i like about christian community like i mean we'll mm-hmm. get there but it, it's it's messy yeah you know it's the gospel is about um, forgiveness and, and reconciliation. And, you know, that means that at some point we're going to offend each other and mm-hmm. we're going to step on each other's toes and, and we need the gospel yeah, in order to, to repair those relationships and, and not see that as a failure. Mm-hmm. And so I, I look forward to that. I think mm-hmm. that that's what makes life ultimately meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. I hope, uh, you know, I mean, it's cool to kind of talk a little bit about what's going on behind the scenes and between us as staff. And, you know, I hope, uh, yeah, what we're able to do and kind of this whole process is a good example for us, too, of what community looks like. And I think it's been just a real interesting journey, right, for, for us to kind of get to where we are right now. You know, and I completely agree that it's just confirmation that God's moving. Yeah you know, in ways that we see and also in ways that we don't see. Um, you know, one of the things that I think we're kind of, that's coming out through this series is uh, kind of this distinction between like community, like in general, mm-hmm. in kind of this like biblical clear, like this is what biblical community is. And, yeah. you know, we, as we paint this picture of like what biblical community is, relational discipleship, like in no ways do we want to like take away mm-hmm. from community in general. Yeah. And I thought, you know, what are some of those things that overlap into both mm-hmm. that we can celebrate and to recognize like, hey, it's okay. There's, there's a season and a need for just community relationships, whatever you want to call yeah. it. And maybe there's a season for, you know, biblical community to pursue discipleship or purposes growth. The focus is unapologetically Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but kind of you being someone who's experienced lots of different forms of community, yeah. uh, what would you say are those things that um, kind of are universal to both that are, mm-hmm. are life-giving and healthy and needed? Yeah. 
um, maybe just start there. And then, you know, I think to talk about what are those things and how do you kind of move towards a biblical community and what are those things that might be limited to biblical community that isn't in kind of a general sense. Yeah. It's a good question. I, I think a really good point because <laughs> there there is overlap and, and there should be overlap. Mm-hmm. Just the way that we're created in the image of God, that we're created for community. Um I had a, a buddy of mine who who runs a CrossFit box um, in Northern California, kind of say it like this, because he has a, a really close partnership with his church. He's mm. the worship pastor at his church and has a ton of cool stories regarding what's going on in his box and how that works hand in hand with the church. And what he told me is like, you know, I like to keep it really simple. Like we just need to learn how to be good friends. Mm. You know, it's for, for some of us in the church, like we've lost the ability to just engage people genuinely. Hmm. You know, we all have the same human needs. We're we're all a part of some sort of family, some sort of social network. And I I think for most of us, we kind of know what those things are, like just as far as what's good communication, but what is hospitality? What does it mean to have something in common? Uh, What does it mean to, um, to be generous? Mm, wow yeah and um you know one of the things that really um strikes me kind of as i get older and i i think we do live in sort of a lonely society that more and more we're becoming disconnected uh from genuine relationships Mm. but something about food i think continues to be important Mm. Uh, eating together uh, which is very biblical dieting together dieting together (laughs) You know, whatever that might be, mm-hmm. uh, just a simple meal together, I think, is deeply spiritual, um, but obviously something that all people have to do. And um, not that we all have to cook. Like I myself, I'm not a great cook, but but I but I like food. I like cooking. And <coughs> excuse me. I I really think there's something to being able to host a gathering where there's good food mm-hmm. you know when i when i visit friends that are single or who've been working for a long time and they're, they're just kind of used to living by themselves and they don't cook and you kind of go into their kitchen and realize there's nothing here and then there's something in me that kind of feels like i don't really want to hang out here or, or i can't hang out here that long because there's nothing to eat nothing to drink <laughs> like what are we going to do <laughs> you know but if you have a fridge full of food you've got some drinks you could spend all night there, right? Mm. Um, well, I'm married and um, have two kids. And <laughs> if you came over to my house, you'd be like, there's nothing to eat and there's nothing to drink. <laughs> if I'm home, if Amber's home, it'd be different. But if it's just me, but I mean, it, you know, it's funny. Like you say that, but at the same time, like you've learned how to put things together for your kids, mm. for your kids' friends. Yeah. Um, you're, f- you know, your kitchen is full, right? Mm. So, you know, you joke, about, I don't cook, but in order to make life work in order for you to have hosting have hosted families and basketball outings y- you have had to navigate that mm-hmm. and, and i think that's a part a significant part, part of that yeah of, of how that of why that works mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think that's so you know it's so important you know to identify those aspects you know that sound it might seem like common sense but you know i think we just can't assume that it is and it's completely okay if if we haven't 
learn certain things and in in no way is it a criticism to to anybody where they're at but to just be able to say hey these are important elements to community in general how to be a good friend how to be a good host how to be a good guest you know and what that looks like so yeah i find it real you know i think it's so insightful you know for you to share on these things i think i think you do a lot of these things subconsciously Mm. and i think kind of being in the season has forced us and especially you to think about what are those things that you kind of are naturally drawn to that kind of open you up when you're a guest somewhere but also things that you do when you're leading something or when you're hosting something yeah um as you think about you know because you've you've done both on one hand things like soul fit where it's Mm. communities to a broader audience you've led small groups um, that are, you know, the focus is is growth, you know, spiritual growth, maturity. As a leader, is there a shift in you? Like, do you feel yourself, like, operating differently in one setting versus the other? Is it, is it, is it a different mindset? Is it obviously not working out versus not working out, but just in general as, as, as a leader trying to create a, a culture, a community, are there kind of practical differences that you're aware of and how you approach it and see it? Or do you feel like, no, I think it's pretty similar. Just, you know, small things change here and there. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of both. Hmm. I, I think in different contexts, one of the things that I try as a person to maintain is just a sense of consistency and integrity. So there's not this kind of here's Nick in this setting. Here's Nick mm. in another setting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that I'm kind of aware of. I, I think too, I, I have had that, a tendency to do that. I think when Michelle and I were dating, she would sort of point that out and she's trying to figure out who I am, but I'm kind of this different <laughs> person, different context, you know, and on one hand it's, it's being adaptable and mm. it's good. You know, there's different, um, behaviors that are appropriate for different contexts. Right. But at the same time, yeah, you do want that fluidity, that consistency, uh, especially when people are interacting with you in different circles, you know, so they're not mm. calling you out of, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. You're, you're this way at church. You're this way playing basketball. You're this way, you know, doing this. Um, but, you know, with that said, you know, there are certain contexts that I think it, it is a little bit different in, mm. in the mindset. Um, I, I like how you put it in the sermon where you said, I've got my, my buddies that we've journeyed together since college. Many of them are pastors but we don't necessarily engage all that often in Christian community. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, we have, I have this, you have this group of pastors that you do have that with who you might not hang out with them. They might not be your best buddies, but because of the structure and the intention, mm-hmm. you've created that. And so I think that inevitably affects the dynamics that go back and forth. Mm. So like there's soul fit on one hand, uh, there's my small group on another, which ironically it's 90 percent the same people (laughs) but you know there's a little bit of a shift yeah right of just being aware of where people are at spiritually Mm -hmm. um and kind of knowing when and and how to challenge people Mm. and and by no means is it a science by no means am i an expert or a guru i think part of it is just being willing to do and say bold things Mm -hmm. and not Mm -hmm not being driven by fear of like, well, what are they going to think? Are they going to be offended? Um, and I, I think I run into that as a coach at SoulFit too, because there mm. are things that I see in people's form 
that oftentimes needs correcting. But I, I catch myself, is this the time to correct them? How do I correct them? How can I verbalize this in a way that's going to make sense to them? Uh, is it a safety issue for them? Are they going to hurt themselves, hurt someone else? And I think the same feeling I see sometimes in, in life and in ministry. Like, do I, do I point that out? Do I point out that that's potentially destructive or hurtful? Or is there another time, another place? Mm. Um, so, yeah, there's kind of yeah. that overlap and, and that difference at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so great that you, you share that, you know, because uh, <laughs> we, 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 uh, we joke around with you. And, you know, sometimes I'm working out with the guys and we'll like joke around like, oh, yeah, when, when you're working out with Nick, uh, <laughs> he, you know, he's always like, lower lower <laughs> keep your back straight <laughs> mark escalante <laughs> hey, i love you mark yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know we we joke about that we laugh about it but we know that it's helpful mm. you know and we say yeah it's like you know there's like that part of you that's like oh coach nick's watching it's harder but we know it's like it's good we need it yeah. and it helps us to get it right in no ways is it like punitive or judgmental. It's like you're trying to help. So on one hand, we laugh about it. On the other hand, we recognize it's helpful. And, you know, I think, it, and I'm starting to learn too, right? That's a lot of times just being, it's part of being a leader, mm-hmm. you know, being willing to be that guy or be right. that girl right. to, to wear that hat and to have, you know, the people under you like half jokingly, like, Oh, here comes, you know, yeah. here comes Eric, here comes Nick. But at the same time go, yeah, but it, it's helpful. I need it. And same way in that small group discipleship setting, you know, when we approach that to kind of walk in with that, kind of that same attitude of like, hey, we have a leader or even each other to, to all be able to kind of have that boldness to call each other out for the purpose of being helpful, mm-hmm. you know, and we can laugh about it. But at the end of the day to say, no, but that's why we're here, right? Mm-hmm. So when we come to SoFit and we get your instruction, that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. In the same way in the in a discipleship setting to have that same posture. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I think um, as we talk discipleship and kind of in your, I think, journey as well, right, is beginning to think even, okay, now we've, we're establishing things like community. We have an existing format, kind of a structure of how it's worked and and now we really want to lean even more into discipleship. Mm-hmm. And as you're wrestling with, you know, kind of what does that look like? Uh, you know, other than the spirit just working and, and transforming, are there things in general that you're seeing? Like, you know, I think maybe it's going to look like more. We need more of this mm-hmm. or. Uh, but, yeah, I just thought what would be what are things that you're seeing in terms of like, okay, if we're going to get to where we want to be, these are things that need to happen. Yeah, one of the things that I've been thinking about, about is the need for some sort of vocabulary mm. and structure for how we define spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. I think we're really good at, at our church at being inviting and kind, uh, seeker-sensitive, but it sort of blurred the lines. Uh, we're not quite sure who's a believer and who's not, uh, or uh, you know, what does it mean to be spiritually mature? Mm-hmm. And then even kind of down that line, what 
what does it look like to disciple other people? You know, as Jesus said, to make disciples of, mm-hmm. of all nations. And so whatever we're responsible for in our spheres of influence, regardless of our spiritual gifts and our temperament, what does it look like uh, for us to move toward a, a model where all of us take ownership of that? And I think it could be helpful to wrestle with, uh, sometimes even down to the theology, but you know, a lot of it is, is in the, the structure and the vocabulary of, mm-hmm. of what does it mean to become a Christian? What does it mean to, to grow as a Christian? Um, and what does it mean to, to lead and to serve mm-hmm. uh, as a follower of Jesus? Um, and, and for me, that's something that, that I, I need to wrestle with on a personal level too, because some of the, the deeper theology that we take for granted sometimes is a little jarring. And so mm. I think for me, there's, there's a little bit of a crossroads of, do I believe that deep down? You know, if so, here are the implications. Mm. If not, here are the implications. And I, I mean, I was kind of struck by it this, this past Sunday. I was at um, uh, like a Halloween alternative fall festival at this local church where I live in Gardena. Mm. And the church is actually called Bible Baptist Church. So mm. it doesn't get more biblical, <laughs> more, more Baptist than that. Yeah. But it's interesting because we're a Baptist church, but we don't really talk about it. We've kind of gone really seeker sensitive, really culturally, uh, <laughs> culturally apt in a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's debatable. Um, but we have the same roots, you know. So I'm at this church, and they're having this festival, you know, like we we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. But then they had everyone come in um, for they called it a costume. Uh, contest Mm. but really it's their way of getting you into the sanctuary so they can and they tell you straight up we're going to sing a song we're going to do the contest and then we're going to have a message and then we're going to sing another song and then we're going to have announcements Mm. so i was like oh my gosh they're gonna have a whole service (laughs) sunday afternoon i already went to church but at the same time it was crystal clear Mm. this is how we do things yeah and when it came time for the message you know, it wasn't this spiced up, like, you know, let me uh, kind of bend over backwards in a cultural context to make you understand this or to entertain you. It was, I'm going to tell you that we all have a sin problem mm. and that we cannot remedy our sin problem and we need Jesus. And, and you know, there's all types of people there. And like I said, it's the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. It's in the middle of, of a party. And I'm thinking like, oh, we don't really want to hear this. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not sure where everyone else is at. But this is what the staff trained for. This is what mm. the pastors uh, were there for. And the pastors are wearing suits. You know, everyone yeah. else is dressed in costumes and casual, but the pastors are there in suits. And they didn't parse any words. Mm. And, you know, a part of me was sort of in disagreement. Like, we, we wouldn't do it that way. Mm. But then it begs the question of, like, well, how, how do we do it then? Yeah. You yeah. know, if, if we believe some of the same things they believe, mm. um, why is it that we what what is it that we do to meet that same kind of demand or need so anyways those are kind of some of the things that i've been just chewing on and on yeah. a personal level mm-hmm. yeah that's so good and i think you're, you're right on you know i think we're in this process where you know that's that's going to be an important component you know to be able to you know identify that and to be able to uh 
to be able to articulate it clearly and tangibly and and, and, and you know I think it's us being honest too saying hey we're still wrestling through that we don't have all the answers figured out you know we don't have it all figured out and um, so yeah I appreciate you 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 know sharing that and, and that's one thing that's you know I think you add so much to our staff and to this church is you know you're gonna look at everything with I think a real sense of sincerity and genuineness and say okay is this is this really what I believe is this really what I believe is true, you know, is this really helpful and impactful? So, you know, I'd like to, you know, kind of as we kind of wrap up our time, you know, for those who might be listening who are, who are just kind of unsure, mm-hmm. you know, unsure about doing more, mm. whatever that looks like, or committing yeah. to more, experimenting with something different, you know, mm-hmm. stepping out of a comfort zone, something that we're asking them to do and, and we're still trying to figure things out. Right. Um, kind of just from your heart, what, what would you say to them? Wow. Um, I think I would say, and this is broadly, you know, cause we all have, we all have different experiences. Um, but I, I would say that I do think that God has more for us that even for those of us that feel like we're thriving and community is good, I think there's more that God wants to bless us with. And, uh, you know, when we talk about, you know, things are hard or things get messy, I, I still think the overarching narrative is that God is is a God who wants to bless and wants to come alongside us. And so I think on one end of the spectrum, those that have been journeying with Christ for a long time, I, I would say try and remember a time where, where you were maybe more passionate, um, whether that be about sharing the gospel, serving, being in community and, and, and think about what the spirit might be wanting to do as far as revisiting that tapping back into that. Uh, if you're kind of on the fence, if, if you're sort of, um, wouldn't identify as a Christian and, you know, you're kind of just testing this whole thing out. I would say lean into your thoughts and your questions and don't feel like you have to go along with anything just because like, oh, well, they said this way it is. And, you know, I'll take it, you know, ask those questions and, and, and do some some exploration because I think God wants to meet you there as well. Yeah. Wow. That's such a good word. And um, yeah, thank you. You know, I think this was, you know, it's uh, to have you here and you know, it's, it's harder to get you on these days because you're scheduling stuff and kind of a lot of everything we've been talking about, um, you know, appreciate your perspective, you know, because I think you bring this genuineness and also this ability to, to see what we're doing from a leadership perspective, but to put yourself in the shoes of someone who's, you know, whether it's who's newer to our church and, and really be able to identify with a lot of our people. So I think it was, uh, just a blessing even for me to sit here and kind of get your thoughts and 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 i and i believe it's real helpful for for those who are listening as well so hey thanks for taking time out and sitting with us today yeah thanks for having me it's good it's good to be here appreciate it yeah we'll definitely get you back on it as soon as we can because i think yeah you know this whole community thing and where we're headed um you know, you're a big part of it you're a big oh. part of why we got here and you're a big part of where we're going to go and a lot of it is what you have to, to say and teach, but a lot of it is just who you are and how you're able to create it. So 
Uh, like you said, I think it's all confirmation that God is doing something. Yeah. And I believe that 100%. Uh, we're excited for it. And, you know, we'll just continue to get on our knees and, and lift this yeah. church up and really pray that the Spirit moves in all of us. So, hey, thank you again. And, uh, yeah, so for those of you listening, thanks for hanging in there with us. And I uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you.